you, ambassadors. Indeed, victory belongs to Jesus. Amen. And uh, 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14 tells us, Thanks be to God, who always gives us the victory through Jesus Christ, and maketh manifest the server of us knowledge by us in every place. Amen. I think we've been studying for a while. Maybe we can stand up and read together a, verse, a few verses of Scripture from Second Kings chapter 5 and from verse 1 to 3. Let's read it together. It reads, Now Naaman commanded Because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her, Mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this day and for the privilege of being led into your word. We pray that each one will receive the measure as your grace has provided today, that none of us will be found wanting, Lord, that our lives will be increased in you. Our lives will be fruitful in you as we hear your word. Lord, cause that anything that has become a bat will be transformed. That Lord will be walking complete in you according to your word. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This, please take your seats. In these few words that I want to share, titled, One Thing. Say to your neighbor one thing. You know, in life, sometimes, and many more often than not, we all have things generally made up or generally working in our favor. But there comes a time that one thing, one thing, right? English people say, actually heals. Something that sometimes makes it life look intractable. It looks impossible. No matter all the successes and the breakthroughs we have, something that questions the integrity of our faith and our relationship and our success, our progress, the scripture said, this man called Naaman, by the way his name, Naaman, I found out it means delightful, beautiful, acceptable in the Hebrew. So, even by his name, he should have been always happy, joyful, and laughing. But his physical defects, Disability, incapacity, made it such that the name meant nothing to him. All that he had accomplished, when scored on the scale of physical fitness, amounted to nothing. Hallelujah. So the scripture said in verse 1, he was, number one, delightful. Successful, acceptable by his name. Captain, which means he was a conqueror. He was a leader, a man of excellence, a man of accomplishment. People that are weak are not made captains. People that are incapable are not made captains. So for him to have been made a captain of not a weak army, but an army that had been conquering, the king of Syria... An army that had subjugated other nations, including Israel. An army that was highly respected, and he was a captain. He was not just a troop member. 
He was not just a follower. Sometimes we look at our whole lives and all the places that people are hailing us and the successes, physical, or even sometimes spiritual. Well, you can appear somewhere and everybody gives you so much spiritual space and respect. And Oh, this man, I got saved through that person. I got that through that person. But you, the person, knowing that, no, but in the midst of all the spiritual testimony, because we are spirit, soul, and body, in the midst of the information that indeed you are a spiritual pillar, sometimes the, something happens in your life that puts a question mark on whether it is really you that they say the same about. Do I have a witness here? Do I have people like that and questions like that that come up? So one thing, one thing, and Naaman, the Bible said, he was the captain of the host. Many people, host means many people, other people acknowledge him. You know, sometimes you, are, you, you, you accomplish things and Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor by in his own home. Hallelujah. Sometimes you, 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 you excel or you believe you are excelling. You are doing well. But somewhere along the line, or your, your faith, you, are, you, are, you see that, oh, you are, you, are, you are not bad. You have known Christ. You are growing. You can pray, speak in tongues, prophesy, witness, do all the things. But some little situation comes up. And not only are people questioning, but you yourself, you are questioning whether it is you, the same person. Hallelujah. So the Bible said, he was a great man. You see, when you say, when you see the emphasis, he was a great man, it means that the scripture writer, God himself, was endorsing his greatness. He didn't say he had made himself great. It was generally accepted that he was a great man. The position he held, there are people that are holding titles and positions, everybody is wondering, where did he come from? How did he become even spiritual titles like bishop, apostle? You wonder, you remember, this guy knew him yesterday, last week or two weeks ago, and we didn't know what that he was. And just tomorrow you see him, you meet him, and he says he's now bishop. And the next thing you hear somebody says so so and so. And you wonder, when was he consecrated? And he said, oh, when they meet, they were carrying him. Me too. I also added, took it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I have to add, if you don't say it, some people say if you don't say thou art, nobody say it. Yeah. If you don't say I am, nobody say thou art. And Chinua uh, Achebe taught us to say that the lizard which fell from the, the high Iroko tree said that he will praise himself if nobody will praise him. So, if nobody will praise you, take up a spiritual title. So, from tomorrow, when I meet you, brother, apostle, brother. Amen. And I've met many people like that. Looking for greatness. Looking for titles or positions of greatness. That man will accept. But this man, he didn't give himself. The scripture says that when it comes to the ministry, in Hebrews 5, and no man caused this upon himself. But today, I mean, our world today is very easy for anybody can to do anything. You can be there. From tomorrow, you just say that from tomorrow I'm now Pope, so so and so, or I'm Cardinal, so so. Nobody will question you. Because I want to be recognized. I want greatness in the ecclesiastical regime. Because when I'm bishop or archbishop, it's not, everybody is now bishop. So I want to be something. So you can just dream one day and come up and, and start making complimentary and have about three bishops, three days, this person will follow you and then they will hold all the things and then you are, from today you are great. Amen. Then, it's very easy these days. But Naaman, his greatness was not like that. His greatness was accepted. When the scripture says, and now captain of the host of Syria was a great man. It's an emphatic statement of fact. His greatness was not in question when he came to military prowess. He wasn't saying he was a great military man. He was a great military man. No question. 
with his master. And honorable. These days, unit committee leaders are all honorable. You just need someone, even to, soon somebody who is MD of a company will be ca- called honorable in Ghana. Everybody is honorable. Assemblyman is honorable. This is honorable. Any appointee of government, he can be made, make himself honorable. But this man, his honor, he had not placed on himself. And it was not a small honor. Honorable. Because by him, the Lord had wrought great deliverance. What, has, what, have you, what have we accomplished that we can say, oh, wait, we are honorable? I don't know. But the scripture asked for Naaman, he had passed by the Lord. Oh, by the Lord. Not by men. Paul said, I've been made apostle not of men, but of God. Hallelujah. But one thing, the scripture said. Everybody say one thing. One thing. It says, he was also a mighty man in valor. This is his own accomplishment. When it came to, came to courage, boldness, he was there. When it came to leadership, he was there. When it came to, 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 to dignity, he was there. When it came to conquest, he was there. But physically, the scripture said he was a leper. I pray God will help you and help me that that will not be the testimony. Hallelujah. You know, when we were in the old exam system before Wasi came, some people were disqualified from going to sixth form because they had a law that if you failed English, in fact, oral English was also part of the subject, that if you failed, you could not enter sixth form. You had to go and sit the old level again. So whether you had eight ones or not, once you fail oral English, you are failed. You can't enter. When you fail English language, maths, and general science, or one of uh, but the sciences, you are total, you're automatically disqualified. You can't enter. And one of my friends had that. You get automatic grade 3 or the automatic grade 3. Instead of uh, you, you've done well in history, you've done well in social and so done everything. A, 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 or 1, 1, 1, 1. And that's that one subject, when you fail it, you are finished. And many people had to repeat because of that. So don't let any one thing cause the disqualification. Say amen. Don't let us not sit and say, oh, as for me, when it comes to this, I'm okay. That one, it's only this thing that you know. Some of you understand that like my bottle, this green bottle, is not easy. This black bottle is not easy. You understand what I'm talking about? The bottle that sometimes we pour into Coca-Cola or into malt and change the bottle when it's a funeral because people are coming. Church people are coming. This church will come and spoil my plan. So we put it in the malt bottle so that we can enjoy it coolly. Or some people to put it in, make it like coffee. They put it in coffee cup. This is tongues. Alan, forgive us. Amen. We know and understand these things. That's what I'm saying. You say, oh, that one is... I, I, I do worship. I do praise. I study my Bible. So for this one, dear, you spare me small. Everybody has a problem. Everybody has a weakness. So for this one, don't make too too hard. This one, God even understands. If God understood, Naaman would not be looking for a solution. Hallelujah. If you have any one thing 
be it physical, be it psychological. You know, some people say, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm not bad, only that this is my temper. Emotional weakness. One thing. Tell me, I don't have a physical defect. Oh, it's only one thing, only this, my emotions. Sometimes I get into my moods, my elements. Or the way when I get angry, I can break glass, I can do things. In fact, as, as for that one, I know that one, everybody has his own. That one, so for you, to understand. Even my wife understands. Even my children know that when it comes to that day, if I don't know, I don't care who you are, I can, you know, so please, uh, when it's like that, please give me space. <laughs> Paul said, I pray, First Thessalonians 5.23, your whole spirit, soul, and body be blameless. So, even if I have a physical weakness, even in the flesh, I shouldn't take it light. God is interested in solving it. God is interested in bringing somebody or some situation to heal that physical. You see, the physical is supposed to, supposed to be the lowest of the three. Spirit controls the, uh, uh, overrides the emotions, spirit, the soul. And the physical is the least. Are you getting it? But even Naaman, who had a physical disability, because you see, David said, pray the prayer. I said, Lord, don't make me poor that I would, what? Steal or cheat. And don't make me too rich that I become arrogant. See, so even physical things, you might think, oh, it's nothing. Somebody is doing very well in church. He can pray faster. But when he gets to the office, the way the, the, the money is flowing up and down, some decisions he has to take, he, he, he's, because he, he's suffering financially. So when he doesn't have victory over the physical, hey, then there's a problem. There can be a problem. If his mind or her mind is not renewed, that he has, he has low, or she has low self-esteem, or he has low self-esteem, the mind is not renewed, or it's not strong. I say, I love myself just as I am. I'm a creation of God. I'm beautifully made. I'm accepted in the beloved. If he or she is struggling with that identity, I'm too tall, I'm too short, I'm too dark, I'm too this, and nobody likes me, nobody is fair to me, nobody, if he, that, that battle is not won, then we can't say that there's total victory. Hallelujah. And let us all accept that we need that victory. We need that maid in that home to bring you healing. Say amen. Say I need a maid. The maid there is the messenger. Hallelujah. Somebody has to come into our lives who can say, hey, this thing that is, you have covered with cloth. Because leprosy normally is covered with gloves, sauce. This thing, somebody must, we must pray, Lord, me. I pray, Lord, help me. Bring me a solution. Only you know. When we were younger children, there was an, a disco boy who used to say poems on TV. And he made a poem. He said, only God knows how I feel. So sometimes... Everybody else is praising you because on the so-called platform of the spiritual realm, you are not bad because maybe you got a title that, oh, brother Naaman, brother Naaman, brother delightful, brother handsome, or sister beautiful, sister nice conduct. You passed the so-called spiritual, you can, you can speak the word. You can quote the word, you can do things, and everybody say, Oh, wonderful sister, wonderful. You can lead praises, you can lead worship, and everybody say, Wonderful person. But only God knows how you feel. Because you are wearing the socks on your hands, they can't see. We say that a niema kata, and tumakata niema so, akata adiesu. 
Cloth is covering things. One thing, one thing, just one thing. Even that, I want you to know, is important to God. Nothing in your life is unimportant to God. If Naaman's one thing was so important, he was even a heathen. He was not a Jew. He was not from Israel. And if even Naaman was that important to God, and why wouldn't you, me, who are children, you and I, who are children of God, our spiritual things which are most important, our emotions, our soul, which is most important to God. God crossed the spirit. He crossed, you see, Naaman and God, they were not worshiping God, though. Jesus who? They were worshiping idols. They were not going to Jerusalem to perform rituals. Who? They don't know how to uh, 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 perform the Abrahamic sacrifice. Who? The, the, the Mosaic sacrifice. They don't know any priest. Who? They were just going. Just going. On. When they are going to war, they go to, 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 to their places. The other time, my pastor friend told me, there is a place behind, be, between uh, Denu and Aplau somewhere. He said, the shrine is known for white, they have white soul. They are buried in white. That shrine is very powerful. You know about it? They said, that's a shrine. So, they, that's how they, they, those days, those warriors, this Naaman, that's the kind of place, they, they don't come to church. Are you hearing me? They didn't know Jesus. They didn't know God. But even them, even him, God's eye, if God, you see what I'm marveling, if God could go to the details of the life of a man who was so far from him, then I can't see how you as a child of God, God can bypass you. God cannot bypass me. God cannot overlook me. God must see me that one thing and say, Lord, even if he thinks he's not seen, he must say, Lord, like Zacchaeus, me too, I'm here, son. He has to see you. He has to hear you. If he could see Naaman, an idol worshiper, who will go into the, who will go to Mami Water. Many of us, we don't know Mami Water. We have never been to beach at midnight to call saints. You don't know what it means to go to, to the ocean to call the mermaid spirit. You don't know what it is. This man was doing that. This man was, was going to, he said, on the camp of Syria, the king of Syria. Babylon, these Babylonians and Syria, they, they were into mediums. They called the dead. You, you have never seen what it means to call it. You are trying, you are born again, you come to church. How come? How is it that you, God cannot overlook you? Your matter is more important to God than Naaman's matter. That is the blessing there. That one thing that you have brushed and said that, oh, God understands that one is not perfect, but I will still serve God anyhow. No. That will still make you unqualified for His presence. That will still make me unqualified. So I must go, I must listen to the voice of that maid. Whoever that maid is. The maid is around you. The maid is the pastor. The maid is the husband. The maid is the wife. The maid is the, the, is the, is the news media. The maid is the thing that Bishop Adi spoke about last Wednesday. The maid is the people who can tell you that come to Jesus. For he is there to heal. He was emphatic. She was emphatic. And he said he will heal you. Which means that she, even from her little knowledge of God, she knew that the Lord Jehovah Rapha will heal the physical, the emotional. You see, that illness came with emotional or, or, or soulish issues. There are some sickness and infirmity that people can tolerate. But there are some others, it comes with reproach, it comes with shame, it comes with low self-esteem, it comes with reject, self-rejection. All other people will praise you, honorable, great, as we see in chapter verse 1. But you know that being a leper, you couldn't associate with people. You couldn't relate to people. Because they, even on the surface, even they say, Master, Master, you are great. General, General, inside there, they are despising you. May God take your approach. You say, affliction will not strike a second time. Hallelujah. That physical ailment and situation, 
that what sometimes we find. You see, people sometimes will sit and say, oh, if he was that powerful, if he was that perfect before God, why are all these happening? That is the psychological inability to resolve that question. Create issues. Because the reality of it is that we don't understand all things. We can't explain all things. And sometimes our uh, 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 people, when we are going through the tunnel of darkness, and the people that we sometimes expect to understand us, and, and within a, they are they, they, they to maybe thinking, that, oh, we too should be coming up. And somehow they fail to understand us. It even adds to the pain. And that, uh, that, so it's not the physical fact that your hand is withering. Which is the problem? It is what people think about your hand that is withering. Because people are asking, like Job, where did he sin? What did he go around? Where did she go around? What is wrong with him? He didn't pray enough. The wife didn't pray enough. The husband didn't pray enough. Or what? Maybe he, they, 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 he lied. Or she lied. Or maybe they stole some, some, some. The last battle he went, he stole the Babylonian garment. Or he got a, a, a gold which shouldn't be here for him. Or he is he, scared. Or she's scared. In fact, when you look, even the senior sister and the senior brother and their so so and so and permutations and combinations. And men begin to, you know, balance it out and try to, in our imagination. That is why the Lord said, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. Hallelujah. As far as my, the, the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my thoughts higher than yours. We, even who are clergy, let me tell you. You see, for the sake of faith and for the encouragement of the brethren, we have to be strong to help. But I can tell you in all sincerity, we don't have antidote to everything. The Lord, the word of the Lord by the lady said, go to that prophet, that man of God, and you heal you. Hallelujah. Don't, let's calm down. Let's face the situation. A person has a physical challenge. How, how does he or she react to that situation? How do people react to that situation? The scripture talks about Jesus in the book of Luke, in chapter 10. Talks about the parable of the Good Samaritan. When a man asked him, who is my neighbor? And he said, a priest, when the man was beaten by armed robbers, a priest came by. He did nothing. A Levite came by. He did nothing. Until, finally, a Samaritan came. Hallelujah. So, you see that we in the religious community are even more guilty of neglect of people that are going through the dark tunnel. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord, Lord forgive me. Oh, you are not hearing me. I say, ask the Lord for forgiveness. Can we, this, oh, if it's percentage, 66%. 66.6667%. Which is two tests. Out of three, two voted. And they, they would have had very good religious reasons. Don't get near blood. Don't get near this. A person who is wounded. We don't know. We could also be attacked. We don't want to risk our lives. All, all the things. Call the sister behind you. Amen. All the good reasons for which we should not be able to support or encourage or you know, whatever. We have it. And we have it. We have it in different biblical languages. The Greek, the Hebrew, the Aramaic versions of it. We can interpret it. We can analyze it. And prove that no, this is not the right time to do good or to be tolerant. Hallelujah. And because of that, many times, people live with the one thing. Sometimes even to the grave. But may it not be so said of you and I. Hallelujah. When there is healing, as the woman, the young woman said, there is a prophet in Samaria offering healing. Now, healing there, I believe, talks about wholeness. Wholeness. It doesn't. It may. It, 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 it doesn't always mean. That physically, at that moment, you go and the prophet, you remember what Naaman said? So I thought 
he will just say, ah, do this, do this, and palm, go, and it's done. But, say, I should go and wash in the water seven times. And this is not very nice water. I wish he had said something else. And the scripture says that out of humility, he obeyed because he was persuaded. May some people, like the servants of Naaman, come your way. And my way, that will persuade. Don't not have, not, not, not the, the others who dissuade you from obeying the little, little simple things of life. This man wanted healing. I want healing. You want healing. From any one thing. I'm not going to sit down for any one thing. I'm saying, Lord, I'm beseeching the Lord until you help me. When I was a singer in Calvary, we used to sing, I won't let you go until you heal me. I won't let you go until you save me. Jesus, Jesus, I won't let you go. I used to sing this song. And we need to sing a song like this. When you have a one thing, you are not going back to Samaria, uh, to Syria, until Jesus does something in your life. Something ought to happen. Whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritual, I need Lord to hear from you. Andre Crouch song, we need a song, we need to hear from you. We need a word from you. If you don't heal us, what will we do? If we don't hear from you, what are we going to do? God has been too quiet in some of our lives. Some of us, God has been too quiet in our lives. And we take it easy. It means that, what it means is that when God is quiet in your life, it means spiritually you are sick. When was the last time you heard the sweet voice of the Holy Spirit? It means you are sick. You may not be leper. Physically, leprous, spiritually, physically, but it's a spiritual leprosy. The fact that we can't come before God, coming to church, is a burden. It's a spiritual leprosy. God is too quiet. Fresh revelation, fresh word, fresh understanding of God. The, the appetite to study the word of God is dying. You just come in mundane routine. Your husband says, let's go. Zombie, boo, boo, boo. Let's go. Boo, boo, boo. Like when we used to watch Koliko at the, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Art Center. Any, Benny, any, Benny, come and have your papers now. I have something good for you and your chicken too. Amen. That's Koliko. You know, the, 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 the one that they, the puppets. Those days. They'll be, they'll be singing these songs. And then they, they, you see the mouth will be open, but it's not singing. So we are coming to church. We are doing worship. We, sing, we are in our ministry. But you know that one thing. There's so much pain. There's so much lack of joy. There's no fulfillment. You're just doing it. Spiritually, you've got leprosy. If you don't come, your leader will raise. I don't want to raise that. Why didn't you come? So you have to come. Tuesday evening. I don't come. Auntie Comfort will call me. They will ask me. They say you are backsliding. So I don't want to be in that list of backsliding people. Sunday school child call me. So you just let me just go. When I go, I won't say anything. <laughs> you got leprosy. <laughs> you got some, something there. There's something there that needs, to, that, needs to, that needs to be healed. That needs to be healed. Don't hide it. Look for that servant. That may, listen to the maid. Listen to the maid. The voice of the maid will bring healing. The voice of the maid will bring salvation. The voice of the maid will bring healing, the deliverance. The maid is all around you. The maid is not far. She has come. The maid is the voice you hear in church. The maid is the voice you see in your daily devotional. You hear in the, the daily devotional. 
The maid is what the gospel you hear in the, the words of the song that is sung. But what do we do with the voice of the maid? This is not what I plan to share. There's a lot more on that subject I wanted to share, but I want to wind up. I'll be praying. We'll be praying shortly. One thing. I don't know your one thing. Spirit, soul, and body. One thing. See, in the book of Colossians, chapter 2 and verse 10, the Apostle Paul said, In Christ, we are complete, which is the head of all principality and power. Whether we are struggling with one thing, spiritual warfare, Jesus is in charge. If it's mental warfare, Jesus is in charge. If it's a physical deformity, Jesus is in charge. Since we are complete in him. Paul said to the brethren in Acts 17, 28, For it is in him we live and move and have our being. We are complete in him. The fullness of the Godhead bodily dwells in Jesus Christ my Lord. So that one thing cannot su- survive. It cannot make it within the completeness of Christ. That is why it's an abrasion. It's an abnormality. It is, it is not on. It cannot be. It doesn't mean you should be anxious. You should be worried. But you should have faith. You should, you, should, you should say, Lord God, I believe, Lord, I believe. I, this thing, it ought not to be. Unless you explain to me, you show me something. Paul had that one thing. And the scripture said, he, he called until the Lord came and gave him that assurance. He said, this thing, my grace is sufficient. So that one thing has been dealt with. There needs to be a, a rhema or a divine word that explains or that gives the way for it or concerning that one thing. Failure to, I mean, if, if you don't see a, a physical change or spiritual change, there must be a spiritual interpretation of the situation. That brings comfort. That brings peace. That brings stability. Otherwise, we and God are on a, on a path. Lord, this thing, if it's for a purpose, it ought to be explained. In cases of the Bible, where you see things happening, the one thing happening, where there has to be explanation, the Lord explained it all. So this is for a purpose, that God's name be glorified. It's not that the mother, you saw it in John chapter 9. We see it in Paul's case. We see in others, so even the physical side, God explained how much more the spiritual. Spiritual is not going to be. Because God wants you and I to walk in excellence. Say amen. amen. Through the word. Excellence. Through the faith in his word. So it's not a normal thing for me to be substandard. To be spiritually found wanting. Or to be mentally, soulishly struggling. You too, it's not a normal thing. And so there is a provision through the word of God. There is a provision through the, the relationship we have with Christ. For we are complete in him. Many times we have not heeded to the provision. Many times we have abandoned the maid in the house. Who is the maid? The maid is that which we normally don't use for important things. That, 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 that we don't take of, think greatly of. But may God open my eyes. God open your eyes. Sometimes coming to church can be just that maid. Sometimes listening to preachers is just what that maid. Listen to a husband who uh, maybe one expects to do something that he's not doing can be that made. Or a wife who you think, oh, I bring in all the money. So she doesn't amount to anything in my life. So let me just move on. I can do what I want. That is that made. That child, that needs to sometimes be even heard in little situations. Is that made. The voice of that made. There are many voices that God is bringing our way that say, hey, listen, there is a prophet in Samaria that God has prepared to bring you the solution to that one thing. And when you get to that prophet, there is a step you've got to take. A step of humility. A step of faith. A step that changes, that, that challenges your, your, your status quo. 
the way you do things, the way we do the convention. We are used to river debt and river debt. But this step that we got to take is going to be a different step. And that one thing can only be dealt with if you are willing to move beyond the status quo. And as I speak, as I bring my message to a close, I didn't want, I don't want to go further because the Holy Spirit is not leading me to go into the other things that I originally wanted to share. There are many that are moving seemingly in the sight of men, like Naaman. Doing well, but, and seem to have a host. The Bible said, but they are lonely. Everybody thinks they have a host, but they are lonely. They are lonely. They are lonely. They have a crowd. You say, how can you be a leader, a captain of a host? And still, leprosy made him lonely. Leprosy made him lonely. Because he was, whenever he's coming to the host, he's a bit afraid. Because if, if the cloth is removed from his hand, there's trouble. Only probably the king knew. Only the maid, the, the madame knew. Only the maid knew. But he himself knew what he was going through. Only he knew. What was going through him, and his body was wearing of, wearing of, wearing of, wearing of loneliness, loneliness, loneliness. I'm dealing. I'm trusting God that if you are such a person, God will deal with that situation of loneliness inside loneliness. No peace. No peace. Isaiah 26, 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. Honor was there, but he was not enjoying the honor. Because, you see, in a way, even though God has placed him there, that physical disability covered his sight. Sometimes something can choose you that you yourself, you lose sight of your, 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 your true self, your identity, who you are, your dignity. Something, a deformity. But I came to tell you today that in Christ Jesus, spirit, soul, and body, a man, is made complete. In Christ Jesus, spirit, soul, and body, a woman is made complete. I came to tell you that God didn't call you to be lonely in the crowd, in the host. I came to tell you that he came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. This afternoon, as we bow our heads in prayer, you want to you know. I don't need to know. But you know. You know. You know where you're coming from. You know. Like the poet said, only God knows how I feel. You alone know. You alone know. And you say, Lord, that one thing today, I want to bring it to your feet. I want you to deal with me. Wherever the solution is in your word, show me. Wherever it is around me, show me. Lord, lift this. All I need is my healing. Whether I have to, whatever I have to do, show me. Today, I'm ready. It's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Meet me today. Touch me. I don't want this thing. Sometimes people go to false prophets because of physical disabilities. People end up going to mediums when they are, they, they are so inhibited by physical disabilities. So don't belittle that. Sometimes emotional stress pushes people to break the rules of, uh, of spiritual engagement with God. People don't have fellowship because they are tormented in their mind. Because their emotions are distressed. I came to tell you that he that keepeth Israel. He says he neither slumbers nor sleeps. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Be comforted. Isaiah prophesied. He prophesied, comfort ye my people. Says the Lord. 
My soul be strong and march forward. Only the Lord is able to bring a weary soul together and give you hope as, your, as a child of God. Don't be drained. Don't be worried by emotions. That one thing that is weighing you, sometimes it can be a child. Sometimes it can be a, 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 a husband or a wife or an in-law or a situation that has become like an actually's heel. And sometimes it, it gets to the point of, of, of it, it can initiate that from lack of appreciation. Sometimes we, we sit there and say, I've done all this and, and this person, that person or that host that I am killing myself for do not seem to appreciate. God is able to turn your captivity around. Jesus is here today. He said he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Whatever, spiritually, soulishly, fleshly, that has become a torment. He sent his word to heal and to deliver from any oppression. You are saying, Lord, it's me. I am calling on you, Lord. I know, I know, I have heard that you will never leave me nor forsake me. That's comforting. What is more comforting than that? He said, he will never leave you nor forsake you. This afternoon, as we talk to the Lord, maybe you are here. All that I've been saying, you haven't even seen the clue. You haven't started. You don't know about the God of Israel. You've heard about church. But you have never said, Lord Jesus, from today I surrender to you. You feel so condemned as a sinner that people have written you and you have written yourself off. I want to pray with you so that God will sanitize, clean you and make you, wash you as white as snow. He says, though your sin be as scarlet, they shall be as wool. Though they be as crimson, they shall be as white as snow. You look at yourself and you, you, you don't see yourself worthy to even come to church or to come before the full of God. This is the reason for which God sent His Son, Jesus Christ. If you are such a person, I want to pray with you this afternoon. You can lift your hand and I'll pray with you. You know, you heard the word of God, but you know, you, you feel lost. You are not sure. Whenever there is a, a prayer, yes, I see a brother's hand up. Another sister up, yes. I see people all the way. Yes, there are more people who say, I don't, I'm, I feel, I don't feel right before, I feel dirty, I feel filthy, I don't feel right. Yes, if your hand is up, you can rise your feet here, yeah, two, three people, yes, I can see you. Rise your feet, if, you are, if your hand is up. If you, are, you can join them, if you are, and please come to me, come to me, I see you, you want to come close, come close, come close, brother, come close, sister, come close. He sent his son. To save you and I from our sins. The name of Jesus. He is our Savior. He was sent to save us from our sins. His name is Joshua. Savior. In the name of Jesus. I pray for these, my brethren. I pray that as they have committed themselves to you, O Lord. You will show them great mercy. Let grace abound in their lives. Father, let them live for you. Whatever is incomplete in them, perfect, complete it. Complete it, O oh Lord, through your word, through this new relationship. O oh Lord, touch them. Touch them. Touch them. Fill them with your spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, if you're here, and you also say, Pastor, I'm dry, I'm tired, I'm running out of stamina. I need grace. I need the church to pray. I want to pray. I want to pray for you. Come and let's pray together. Just step up. Let's rise to our feet now. Everybody, rise to your feet. And if you want us to join hands and pray together, I want to pray with you. So that the Lord himself, by his spirit, he said he sent his word, and his word healed them. And deliver them from their transgressions. Child of God, you must not live here with any one thing. That the enemy has made you accept that, oh, it's okay, it's not okay. That the enemy, the accuser, can push you. Blame people. Blame yourself. 
Blame God. Job was pushed to the wall. It may be physical. It may be emotional, but nothing, let nothing push you. You want to pray. You don't even need to come here. Just where you are, let us lift up our voice and pray. Say, Lord, I need grace. In this stage, at this stage, this thing will not be an this hill. Nothing will stand in my way. Lift up your voice. Don't be quiet in your prayer. Lift up your voice and cry to God. And say, Lord, fill me with the Spirit. I need grace to cross this river. To cross this mountain. Nothing shall stand in my way. In the name of Jesus. For God said in His Word, He has made us. He has given us victory. We heard it. Through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Oh Lord, nothing shall impede my progress in Christ. I will grow in the Lord. In the name of Jesus. I receive the grace of God for purpose, for growth, for expansion, oh Lord. I receive, oh Lord. Nothing shall torment me and cause my faith to wane. In the name of Jesus. Every yoke, every impediment, every obstacle. Oh Lord, that has caused me to be condemned. Oh Lord, that is questioning my faith. Oh Lord, oh Lord, be broken in the name of Jesus. For the scripture said, and the yoke will be broken because of the anointing. In the name of Jesus, let the anointing prevail. Let the anointing prevail. And every yoke be broken. Oh Lord, let completeness be felt, be experienced in the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, restore hope. Restore confidence. Restore faith. Restore your joy. Restore your peace in the hearts of your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.